Hey friends, this is Surabi bringing you episode 9 of Mom Strength. In this episode, we discuss what it means to listen to your body. What are those aches, stiffness, joint stresses telling you? And what does it mean? And then what does it mean to move with intuition? Going back to intuitive movement may take some time and effort, but I'm going to show you some strategies on how you can get there. But before we get started... Welcome to Mom Strength, a podcast and movement to empower, educate, and showcase mom strength inside and out. I'm your host, Surabi Veach, physiotherapist and fitness coach, also known as the Passionate Physio. Join me for discussions on movement, mindset, and motherhood, where we raise the bar and challenge the status quo. Get ready for expert interviews and real, honest conversations where we explore physical, mental, and emotional health. Let's celebrate the beautiful diversity and common experiences in all of our journeys. Let's do this. Hey friends, so you know, what does intuitive movement mean? What does listening to your body mean? Because so many of us have aches and pains and soreness and for us, we think what we need are massages or heat packs or medications. And while there is a time and a place for all of those things, I also want to help you reframe this so that you're not just jumping to, um, you know, requiring external support for every single time that you have aches or pain. Or worse, I don't want you to just ignore those symptoms that your body's giving you and ignoring those messages that your body is trying to communicate to you. So let me use an example that will really, really help you um, understand this and understand what it means to um, listen to your body's symptoms, listen to your body's messages uh, and then move with intuition. I'm going to give you an example first. So for the past few nights I have been um, doing work in the evening and my son wakes up and then he I feed him. I am still breastfeeding so I feed him and then he passes out of my arms and then I try to put him down and he just wakes right up. So what ends up happening is that he just lies on me and then I haven't brushed my teeth. I haven't, you know, done my bedtime routine and I just end up going to bed um, with him. And eventually I'm able to put him down after a little bit of time. But by that time, it's like the middle of the night and I don't want to wake up and brush my teeth and make some noise and risk waking him up all over again. Um, so what ends up happening is I go to bed with dirty teeth and it feels so gross. And first thing in the morning, the first thought that enters my head is I can't wait to brush my teeth. Why? Because I love the feeling of clean teeth. You know, I use my toothbrush, floss, I use my tongue scraper, and I just end up feeling so good. And if I haven't brushed my, if I have brushed my teeth the night before, I don't wake up with that same urge because my teeth aren't necessarily as grimy. <laughs> but if you go to bed with dirty teeth, you know the feeling. You're just feeling icky. And this is how your body feels if you haven't moved consistently. Because frankly, the reason our teeth feel icky if we haven't brushed them and we wake up with our, you know, our grimy teeth is because that's just what we've been practicing. Since we were kids, we've practiced brushing your teeth before bed every single night. And if you don't do that, you feel odd. 
Just like you may have practiced going to the bathroom before bed every single night. And even if you don't have to go, your your body is kind of wired to do that because that's what you've been doing. And now how about movement? What about if you wire yourself to move every single day? And it doesn't have to be like a 10K run. Um, but if that's your jam, then do that. But do what you enjoy. If you move every single day, Um, throughout the day or whatever time of day works best for your schedule if you move every single day and then you don't for a week your body's going to feel that you're going to wake up the next morning itching to move because your body's like got all of this pent-up physical energy that it wants to release but the problem is people are so far removed from daily movement that for them to even wake up having the urge to move is just non-existent and the reason it's non-existent is just because again you haven't been used to it so let's go back to that toothbrushing analogy let's say for the next month I don't brush my teeth before bed I'm going to get used to that. I'm going to get used to waking up in the morning. It's not going to feel as bit big of an urge to me to go brush my teeth right away. I'm just going to be like, eh, yeah, it's kind of grimy, but I'm, I'm all right. I'm okay with it because my body will literally just get used to it. But a, first of all, I don't want that because that's gross. <laughs> I can't. Um, yeah, now I haven't learned my lesson because the past three nights, my son's just been all over the place with his sleep. So Today, I'm going to brush my teeth right after dinner, and if I do end up having a snack, then it's not as big a deal, but I've been saving it for after my snack so that I can brush my teeth after that before going to bed, and it it just ends up happening that I end up having to hold my son to sleep. So, So there you go. Lesson learned for me for that, and let's go back, and let's learn that same lesson with movement. So... If you're saving up your workout for like 7 or 8 p.m. and you're like, yep, I'll get to that day super busy, but I'll definitely get to the gym, you know, this this evening or I'll definitely do my like Peloton ride at home or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, the You know, are you actually going to do it? If you're in a routine of doing that and you can trust that you will do it, amazing. But if you're somebody who's like really struggling to get motivated and back into a routine, or if you, or even if you have been in a routine and you're used to working out earlier in the day, but now things have gotten busy with work or with life and with kids, and now you're starting to save it till the end of the day, you may find that you're you're just not going to do it. Okay, so you know, episode one of my podcast, Mom Strength, was all about motivation and why motivation is a myth, and we can't rely solely on motivation to do something. We do have to build a consistent habit, and we rely on our consistency and our discipline. But if we can't even get to that consistent discipline feeling if we're constantly just listening to our body, because sometimes when I'm tired and I haven't moved consistently, when I listen to my body, it says to relax. It says lay down on the couch. You feel, I feel sluggish. I feel tired. Versus if I start the day off with movement or if I'm moving consistently, when I listen to my body, it asks me to move. Because our bodies do not like drastic changes. It likes to kind of keep things at status quo, which means if you're trying to adopt a new habit, it will take you time to adjust to it. And waiting around for motivation, like I discussed in episode one, is just not not going to happen and I gave you four different strategies in episode one so if you haven't checked that out yet go check it out but here we're going to be talking about what listening to your body really means and then how to move with intuition so 
when you listen to those signs that your body's giving you of soreness, stiffness, achiness, pain, I want you to pay attention and use that as feedback and say, hmm, what's my body trying to tell me right now? Is it trying to tell me that I need medication? (laughs) Is it trying to tell me that I need uh, a massage? Maybe, perhaps, but is it also just trying to tell you to move, to move your body, to get some blood flow through those achy and stiff joints and those sore muscles? Um, Is it maybe asking you to just pay more attention to it? You know, those are the things that I would consider first before jumping to the conclusion that you need, um, you know, extra support beyond that. And kind of going back to that toothbrush analogy, if you haven't brushed your teeth at night and you go to bed with grimy teeth, your first instinct in the morning isn't waking up with gross teeth and thinking, oh, I better go to the dentist. My teeth feel gross. No, you think, oh, I better brush my teeth. My teeth feel gross. In the same way, when you wake up stiff or sore, or you're not even waking up stiff maybe, but as the day goes on, you're sitting at your desk all day or you're caring for your baby all day and your back or your neck is getting stiff and sore, I want you to use that as feedback for you to move. Okay, so that's what listening to your body can mean. There's so many different definitions and meanings to it, but that's what I want you to think about when you're starting to feel those mild or those you know irritating, annoying aches and pains. If you have severe pain, if you have severe symptoms that are really debilitating, Don't just assume that it will go away. And even with medications, those issues don't go away. They're masked. So I do want you to seek support from a physiotherapist. I do see uh, clients one-to-one virtually, so anywhere in the world, for coaching and then for physiotherapy all across Ontario, Canada. And... I will include a link to my booking page so you can hit that link and book a session. And there's also a free 15-minute discovery call. So if you just want to chat about ways that I can support you virtually, um, check it out. I would love to help you live with less aches and pains so that you can live a more active lifestyle. Uh, But movement needs to be a part of our lifestyle. So going back to what I just said is, you know, your first conclusion when you have mild symptoms is not oh my gosh, something is drastically wrong with me. But if you keep ignoring the mild stuff, so let's go back to toothbrushing. If you keep going to bed with dirty teeth, if you keep not brushing your teeth in the morning, if you just go, you know, keep going day after day with unclean teeth, what's going to happen? Most likely, you know, you're going to have tooth decay uh, or some kind of gum issue and you perhaps will end up needing to go see a dentist for more more major work and it's the same situation is if we ignore our bodies long enough sometimes that we sometimes it gets to the point where we just there's no other way but receiving support and it's not to say that receiving help is a bad thing at all I absolutely recommend it even if your pain is mild because we have the expertise to tease out what is going on and also to give you strategies that are actually going to be effective for your lifestyle I'm not going to give you a blanket Everyone should move for three hours a day. You know, it's going to have to work for your, your lifestyle. If you have three kids at home and you're balancing work and home life and groceries and all of these other things, I'm going to give you strategies that are going to work for your lifestyle now. And that's what a physiotherapist should be doing for you. They should not be giving you things that are unrealistic or unattainable for you. Because remember that this is a two-way street, right? So it has to be a goal setting that's done together and not just this is what I recommend. If you can't do this, screw you, right? That's, I hope that if you've, uh, if you're listening to this and if you've been to a practitioner, whether it's a physiotherapist, a chiropractor, or any other healthcare professional, that they're listening to you and sharing uh, and your goal setting together, okay? 
Awesome. So going back to listening to your body, aches and pains are just feedback. If you ignore them long enough, they can turn to bigger issues. And I'm not going to say that they always turn to bigger issues, but they often do. I often see people um, who come to see me who, you know, have pain for six months, eight months, 10 years, you know, long, long periods of time. So it's not just an acute, oh, I've had a soreness for two days and, um, you know, because most people will just wait it out. Of course, if it's a drastic traumatic injury, like a a big fall or knee sprain or ankle sprain, people will come seek help earlier. But usually with aches or pains, people are pretty good at ignoring it, it until it gets to the point where they can't ignore it anymore. So just pay a little bit more attention to your body. Your body loves that and appreciates it. Even if at first all you want to do is go home and lie down on the couch, really starting to encourage your body to move a little bit more can help. So this brings me to part two of this episode, which is all about uh, intuitive movement. And what does that really mean, right? So our bodies have deep, deep intuition. And we need to go back to trusting our intuition trusting our body's wisdom. So what does that mean? I know it sounds kind of woo-woo a little bit, but essentially what it means is your bodies, as human beings, we're born with the uh, ability to move. Most of us, I'm not going to say every single person because I know that there's um, certain conditions or illnesses that can restrict your body, but I'm talking to the people who don't have those um, specific conditions or diseases or illnesses. Um, I'm talking to people who have the ability to move, but don't. So the thing is, when you've ignored your intuition to move, your innate desire to move for long enough, so this is very common after having a baby. We get so busy in caring for the baby and the exhaustion of motherhood and the the whole emotional and mental and identity, identity shift that happens that we often really ignore our own innate um, needs Many people don't eat regularly all all day. They don't drink enough water. They don't get enough sleep. They don't move. You know, there's so many things that we struggle with. And that's just very, very common postpartum. And it's one of those things that I want to talk about because if we just constantly respect, uh, not respect, but if we constantly just guide our actions based on how we're feeling that day, it may not be what your deeper intuition is telling you. So when we've ignored our intuition long enough, can take a while to retrain our intuition to move. And the same thing goes for thirst, right? So when we don't drink water regularly enough, we don't feel as thirsty because we've constantly suppressed that those thirst cues. We've ignored them long enough that our body's saying, well, if you're just ignoring me, then, you know, why bother? So it's the same way with movement. When we're ignoring our body's desire and need to move long enough, our intuition may shift to a less you know, less um, active lifestyle. So going back to, you know, what it is that you can do to rediscover your intuition, rediscover your intuitive movement, um, here's some strategies. So when you go back to intuitive movement, think about the types of things that you loved doing as a kid. Was it skipping? Was it jumping rope? Was it hopscotch? Was it running around on a soccer pitch? Was it um, jumping on a trampoline? Was it splashing in the water? What are those things that really brought you joy? If you have pictures of yourself as a kid, or if you if you have parents, you know, around who you can ask, ask them to, and find out what it is that you always loved doing. And if you have the memories of it, then you can use that. If you loved baseball or if you loved rock climbing or if you just loved going for walks and hikes, you know, whatever it is, find out what it is that you loved doing and 
incorporate some more of that in your life. And this has been one of the greatest joys of having kids is to just see what my kids love to do. You know, my son, who's a baby, loves climbing up onto a mini trampoline, you know, always giving me like uh, making my heart raise because I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't fall off that. And he loves climbing onto that and bouncing on it. And that is his intuitive you know, he wants to do that. He's not being forced. You know, he loves crawling. He loves squatting and standing up and he loves walking and he loves moving. He intuitively loves these things. My daughter loves to swing and she loves to twirl and she loves to bounce and she loves to um, climb. And so these are her things that she likes to do intuitively. And so as they age, their desires, their wants may change. People are allowed to change. People do change. But even just going back to some of those basic movements can be helpful. So, you know, we bought a mini trampoline and that's currently sitting as our center table. We don't have a coffee table. We have a mini trampoline in the living room. And it's actually been so joyful for me because when I have a break between clients or when I am, you know, wanting to burn off a little bit of energy I just jump on it a little bit even a few minutes and you get your heart rate up you break a sweat and it's fun so movement doesn't have to be torturous I truly enjoy if you find what it is that you love doing you will want to do more of it sometimes we convince ourselves that this is this is what we should be doing you know my friends all love running I should love running not necessarily do what your body enjoys doing and do it with the intention of moving to feel good and that's really what intuitive movement is all about and you know intuitive intuitive movement isn't an exercise program it's not let's you know exercise for 45 minutes a day and move with intuition you can make it that you can move with intuition for what but what I want to get at is you can move with intuition even if it's for two minutes or 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a dedicated 45 minute exercise program in order for you to move with intuition. And I think the more movement breaks that you take throughout the day, the more times you note and pay attention to aches, stiffness, soreness, and decide to move, the better your body is going to feel. Because no one's going to do it for you. I'm not going to move your neck for you. You know, if I'm giving you an exercise to turn your head side to side every hour, if you're not even able to do that because you're too busy, then you need to challenge, you need to look internally and look at whether you A, want to feel better um, or B, what your lifestyle is currently like that is not allowing you to incorporate simple movement into your your day. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to, one thing that I really find is important is that we take responsibility for our own lives. Nobody is going to do it for us. You can go see a massage therapist. You can go see a physiotherapist, you know, and you can receive passive care and you'll feel good when you walk out. But you won't feel good in the long term unless you're also being an active participant in your own recovery. Active rehabilitation, active meaning movement is so, so important and so crucial. And we all know that. We all innately know that because we love to move. But why do we then not do it? And that's that's those are the you know discussions that I want to also have is why do people who know the value of exercise, who want to exercise, Um, then say, I am too busy, I don't have time to do it. And one reason can be that all or nothing mentality that we talked about in episode one. But I also think that another reason is you're doing things that you don't actually enjoy, which means it's a chore, it's a drag for you to do it. Um, Going back to, you know, speaking of chores, brushing my teeth is not something that I enjoy doing. I just like the aftermath. I like the clean teeth feeling. 
It's actually a big drag for me to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. I know it only takes a couple minutes, but it's still, I just don't like doing it. I put it off and inevitably this is what has happened the past few nights is my son's woken up and I'm stuck kind of holding him to sleep, right? So listening to our bodies does not mean that we have to enjoy every single time we move. Sometimes I move my neck just because I know future me will be grateful for that. It's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing moving my neck right now. You know, I I, I don't want you to assume that every single time you move has to be, um, you know, 100% exciting or joyful. If it is, amazing. If you're able to make that happen, awesome. But I totally get it. If you're having like a 10-hour work day or you're traveling for work, sometimes you're so exhausted that you're like, Listen, I want to find joy in this movement, but I just want to move because I know my bot, my future me is going to thank me, right? And that's okay too. I think moving with intuition is respecting you, respecting your body, respecting your personality, respecting respecting your likes and dislikes, and also choosing to move for future you, right? So future you is going to be grateful that you're moving today. So if you're listening to this right now, if it's late at night, just chill. But if it's in the middle of the day or in the, in the evening, Get up and find something right now that allows you to move with intuition. And let me know what it is. Take a screenshot of this, post it on your Instagram, tag me in the stories, and let me know, Serbi, this is what I'm doing to move with intuition. You can, you know, whether it's turning on a song and dancing, climbing up and down the stairs, skipping like a child, crawling on the floor, um, you know, doing frog jumps like your child. I love looking at children for examples because they really are the epitome of moving with intuition. They literally just do what feels good. And I love I love learning from them and seeing how they move. And they all have their different things that they like doing and different things, that, different ways that they like moving. And I think that we as adults need to honor that for, about ourselves too, that we have different things that we personally enjoy doing. And the more we do of that, the better we feel. So let me know what it is that you plan on doing to move with intuition. Right now, I'm going to wrap this up and I'm going to turn on one of my favorite tunes and dance what's what's what am I feeling today maybe some Shauna Paul I'm not sure I'll see what I feel like when I when I uh, pull up my playlist but either way it's got to be something fun something you that you enjoy and that makes your body feel good and something that I would really really appreciate from you is if you enjoy this conversation hit like and subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review and a comment I would so appreciate that thank you so much so grateful for you. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Mom Strength and being part of this important conversation. Check out the show notes for more info and links, and we'll chat again real soon.